straight in, raw dog. Yeah, yeah. good. How are you, mate? I'm alright. I show up. I think I was actually tired out when I carry in those guitars across. Oh, really? Yeah. You're fucking <coughs> breaking the camel's back, as yeah. they say. Yeah, yeah. But, um, no, I'm good. I'm alright, yeah. Have you got content for today, by the way? Not really. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. We'll cool. talk about what we've done, you know, it'll come up. Over the past week. Actually, we can. Oh, sorry. Two things. We can talk about the gig that we played on Friday, which was the day after we recorded the last pod at Drummonds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I literally forgot that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Gig at Drummonds, yeah. And um, I'll start off this ep yeah. with a bit of a funny story. Okay. Because it's also a track stack inside joke. So today, I went to squash, and on my way back, yeah, I walked past the snuts. Oh, okay. Well, they're in Aberdeen. Yeah, yeah, they're in Aberdeen. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're playing in the Lemon Tree tonight. Oh, okay. Um, and it was so funny because I, uh, I like, like, uh, do you know the like side alley where you go like into the side entrance of the building? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were like standing outside there, and I completely forgot that they were even like. Yeah. Uh, coming to Aberdeen and they were just like standing against the wall while, while the roadies were like loading in they are just having a ciggy yeah. and I saw them and like they must have known that I knew who they were because you know that look that you give to someone when you know them but you don't know them yeah 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 you're like is that you're yeah like, I, I just kind of looked at them for like a second longer than yeah. I probably should have yeah and as I was walking past I was just like alright kept walking <laughs> As if they're the weirdos for looking at you. <laughs> yeah. Not even, I just didn't really give a fuck, you know I what I mean? Know, well, to be fair, I don't know if I recognise it, but that's not like a dig of them, which there's a lot of people, there's a lot of mm. bands. And that's one thing I probably don't do enough of, is like look at like actual music videos, I'm like into bands, yeah. people and stuff, I just kind of hear the music. That's fair. But I, um, I well, that's a good thing it would even be a story, because... As they say that was me, I would just walk past and be like, oh, you guys playing in a lemon tree tonight? Cool, what's your name? Yeah, imagine I just stopped by. Oh, f- fucking lemon tree, yeah. I played oh. here a few myself, actually. Oh, uh, the old, uh, the old ball and train, another <laughs> gig for you, yeah. The old LT tonight. Yeah. Uh, good luck, guys. Good, good luck. luck. You know, I'm somewhat in a band myself. Yeah. Uh, I'll have you know. Don't worry, if you keep at it, you might make it. Honestly, it's a tough business. <laughs> Literally played main stage <laughs> transmit this year. Like, um, fuck yeah, you might make it this year. Yeah, just uh, stick at it, you know. The music industry, she's a wicked mistress, boys. <laughs> just stick at it and listen, you might make it. Who knows? Damn, I wonder what they thought because the lack of care. I just they like, would have. They would have been like, oh, they probably would have just thought. They probably wouldn't have thought you knew they were the snuts. You might have just been like, oh, I, saw, oh, I saw them at Transmit this year. I swear, but like, wouldn't have known them. Maybe yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe they'll yeah. probably get people that recognize them, but they'll, they'll um, don't know their name. Yeah. That's they're at the level where if this, if they said they were the snuts. So what like. A lot of people wouldn't recognise them, then they'd say that they're snuts. And people like me, and I'd be like, oh, what the fuck, okay. Um, people would know that they're snuts and recognise them, and that's like, they're fan fans. Yeah. And then some people would recognise them, and then you'd be like, they're, they're the snuts, and they'd be like, oh. Yeah, it's like a 50-50. Yeah. I feel like, oh, we're the snuts, oh, and then yeah, just oh, like, I must ah. have seen them at some point, you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of like, knowing, so. It's just so funny. I, yeah. I just like, I kept walking, I was just like, Oh, that was actually the snuts. What the fuck? Just so yeah, random. That is strange, to be fair. Yeah, just a random little. Just walking among, you know, God, gods amongst men, just walking among the people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just stand outside the elementary. It's just full of my squash gear. Like, like, hot fucking hold over my shoulder as well. Yeah. You know what I mean, you must have been like, who the fuck is this guy? Squash player. Random. Yeah, just, yeah, just some random. <laughs> Man from Aberdeen, like, oh, well, it's a warm welcome, man. Fucking yeah. hell. Their, Their story, you know, if they had a podcast, they'd be on the podcast, like, yeah, do you see that random squash pair that looked at us for like a second too long earlier? Yeah, it's weird. I wonder if he knew us. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Oh, yeah, we should probably find out, but. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was a weird start to the day. I was just like, oh, cool. That's fair. That's fair. I've, I've an actual thing about the gig's probably the only thing I've really done in the last few weeks of significance. Just yeah. Just uni and stuff. So we can go into the gig if you want. Yeah, all right. It was the first time... <coughs> first time we used the synth. The synth came out on in stage. full force. I, I think it was fairly successful. I think it was as well. Okay, that's fine. Because I know you, you, were, you had a bit of a less positive view on the gig as a whole than me. I really didn't like the gig uh, at all. Yeah. It's because um, we had... Well, to be fair, Drummonds was very busy. Uh-huh. Like, even when we went on. Yeah. And I basically went on first and started doing some, some atmospherics yeah. prior to the rest of the band walking on. And On the synth? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we thought we'd I, use it to full effect, may as well. You know? Yeah, just milk a bit of the opening. And I had my back to the audience because yeah. that's the way the synth was positioned. And I fully expected to turn around and have everyone like come. <laughs> that was one thing, yeah. Like come towards you us. You turn around, but everyone at the front, like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> or like at least like some, some people, floor yeah. filling. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, as we were going into the first song, it was like a nice, loud, like, uh, shoegazy transition. And I remember turning around and like switching on my guitar yeah and looking up being like oh there's <laughs> just yeah. like a u-shaped hole <laughs> but we filled that by the end of the gig we didn't fill it sorry but there was people by the end of the gig so yeah. maybe that's a positive in that they didn't just come as soon as they saw a band you know they were like a bit suspicious and then they heard the music they're like fuck I, i've <laughs> got to get out onto the floor for it i gotta see this yeah up, up close and personal it was so, uh, like, like as soon as I looked up at that moment, I was like, yeah, it's going to be a shit gig. That's, but that's, Straight you away. can't do that. That's my, that was my point. Like, I no, was like, my mood was dampened. Uh, I was so down bad. Yeah. Like, crowd energy obviously helps, but I'm at the point where I'm like, I've got to, like, try and not feed off that at all. That's why I'm always like, we got to feed off each other, you know what I mean? Turn around. Yeah. Give me something. Give me something here. Yeah, to know. It, like, it was generally over in, like, a flash. And I, um... Kind of was, to be fair, yeah. Yeah. I kept messing up my playing. Yeah, yeah that's one... That, that's the thing that annoys me more, if I feel like I played shit. Mm-hmm. Rather than, like, all oh, the hype was metal. You know? Yeah. And my, um... Sound on stage was, like, so crystal clear. It sounded like I was playing to you guys as a backing track oh really like my guitar was like crystal clear through mm. the monitors and it just meant I heard every single okay. little fuck up yeah and I remember there's a few times I was like okay next verse this is gonna be good and just the first two notes I was like why do you bother playing <laughs> just get off stage <laughs> there's one one gig you're just gonna break and just like stop just calmly take your guitar off and walk off. And we're going to be like, all right. Yeah, just cool off for a second. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was so demoralizing. I wonder if we'd finish the song if you did that. <laughs> Depends on the song. Well, yeah, yeah, I suppose it would depend. But, yeah, uh, but I like, say, like, up. a before midnight. I think we would just finish it. Yeah, that's fine, because Dylan can, like, yeah. carry the But, like, song. staying in place, we'd just be like... <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, that's the end of the song, no outro. <laughs> yeah, for the outro, like, it's just you and Stan. Like, there's no, like, like there's no instrument. It's yeah. just the slight just patter of the drums. <laughs> and Stan just awkwardly, Hi, I want to try. <laughs> Sasha, come to the stage, please. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, um, but that was, I don't know. It was a strange little show, and mm -hmm. um, I hope it's not rude of me to say, but a rather unappreciative crowd. Okay, that's fine, yeah. The claps were 
mellow to say the least. That's one thing. Yeah, the one thing I didn't appreciate. I don't mind if people were just like, you know, they didn't necessarily pay to come. A lot of people were there anyway. So like, say a band comes on, you're not necessarily going to get up, but you got you know give it a clap at the end of it. Yeah, it was maybe like fifty percent of people were like, woo. Yeah, I mean, there was a few songs that we finished, and it was just like, yeah. And some of them it's ambiguous, I get that. It's hard to tell if it's finishing or if we're doing a transition, but still, you know what I mean? When we finished At My Own Pace, yeah, that was bad. I was just like... (laughs) Yeah, because everyone was just like, oh, is it... (laughs) That's it? Okay, right, cool. I was so pissed. I was like planning on going out that night as well, but I just went to bed in a huff. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't be arsed. Yeah. Yeah, you ended up going to karaoke. Yeah, I went to karaoke with ours. Um, and uh, a few of our mates and we sang um, "Push the Button" by Sugar Babes. Oh, screamed our hearts out. That would have been. Wait, I'll show you. I'll show you some of the photos actually, and we can. They're fucking banging. Like they're like band, like our band quality photos. Oh, like, like a photographer. Yeah, took yeah, yeah. Them. Wait, so just. Swipe to the right for a few, but we can maybe put these like they're that good. You can maybe put these on the trash that for context. Like, oh dear! Yeah, there's, one, there's one of Harris like pointing at the camera. All of them, I'm trying so hard, and with the context of like knowing how bad in my moment I knew I was singing awfully. Like I, there was no illusion at any point, but I look like I'm trying so hard. Like I never see Stan sing like that. You know what I mean? Um, Holy shit! Yeah, no, Harris um, is fucking going for it. I generally like lost my voice then actually. I think it was just and obviously you're singing along with everyone else as well. Yeah. Um what was a good one? You know the one was like, Girl, put your record on. Oh yeah. Um, so uh my mate Alex did that and that was banging. That was probably the best one. <laughs> he was uh, he was really like playing up to the crowd and everything. He was and he was the only one who got up by himself as well. Everyone else like people went up in like twos or threes, there was a couple of fours, but he just got up there, he was like, yeah. Holy just shit, that takes that, balls. On that like little one square meter stage, sang his heart out. See, oh, I've... The DJ as well, sorry. Just to say, it says, so it says at the start of every song, like, this song, like it would say, like, push the button, sung by Owen and Harris, or it just said sung by Harris, because I didn't want to say my name. Um, I didn't want to put my name to that. No, it's more just I knew it would be spelled wrong, so I was like, caveat. But, yeah, at one point it just like, this song by DJ Gary... Davis or whatever the country right. name was and I was like oh that's weird I turned around to go up to request a song the DJ's like got the mic in his hand he's just still behind the decks or behind like the computer and stuff queuing but he's just like singing and like fairly well it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't like good enough where everyone was like oh shit like but everyone was just like oh oh it's clearly just like that's class yeah well, it was alright but I was also like what's going on <laughs> Because there was like, at this point, there was like already like an hour long queue of songs. And yeah. I'm like, bro, I need to get my songs in there before the end of the night. <laughs> okay, cool. You got a good voice. Crossfade. That's metal. Crossfade. Holy shit. Yeah, he was just going for it. I can't remember what he sung. But, um, Holy fuck. What'd be funny is if you're trying to like sing and he's just coming in with harmonies just from the back. Well, Harris was, I didn't hear it as much, but Harris was almost certain that he kept turning Harris's mic down. Because <laughs> Harris would hear himself like really loud and then it would just suddenly like he'd be singing the same volume and it would just be a lot quieter and then it would go like creep back up until uh, until he was just singing like too badly again and they would just turn it down so yeah see I've never been to a karaoke bar before yeah. I've been Bardo's which is the karaoke bar and I would be like less than 10 times but more than 5 Holy shit, that's um, quite a lot. Actually. But I've only sang twice, so. Oh, yeah. so do you? Does a DJ have every song on karaoke? Basically, I think like it's basically like if it's on Spotify. Really. But it comes up with the lyrics as well, so it does depend. I think, but you can pretty much request anything. Holy fuck! I would definitely. My go-to would be sixteen by Baby Keem. Really. <laughs> That would be a strange one. But the problem is, you, uh, you'd have to, you have to pick something where like people would be like, oh, like, you know, they're singing along. I was like, I'm not going to... Or like, well, I don't know. If I got, I got the confidence. On that night, I probably could have sang anything. Yeah, just baby... I could have got up and done like um, that um, Black and J. Cole song. 
um, pretty low fears, actually, because I could do the whole Jacob voice for that as well. Just get, get everyone in their feels. Uh, Holy shit! But yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna do suit and tie, but I would have to do that myself. And then at that point, like I need, like I need to basically be not like blackout because I would just be standing there like eyes Sweet. glazed, just nothing behind my head, <laughs> nothing in my head. But um, uh, like, like just on the verge, where yeah. I'm like super confident. Holy fuck! So then, how does the mic system work? Like, there's two mics. So then, well, there's a mic or two if you ask for two. So then, whoever goes up next, just you just hand the mic to them. Oh shit! That's so. And the DJ just, I guess it just has the right control. Oh, and so right. at the end of every song, he'll just like switch them off, so people can't stand there. But what song? Oh, next song. I want to sing again. Play again. You know what I mean? So. What are the vibes like? Is it like going to like a club? Oh, just no, no, really no, no, terrible no, no. No, background no, no, no. music. It's like, um, it's like have you been Cheers? No. I'm trying to think of a comparison. It's not like a club. So you're just there. It's like a, it's like a, f- you know those, those clubs where they're like still a club, but like, like underground where most of the night it's like a sit, like it's a silly, funny night. Yeah. It's like that, but like, it's a, they're not trying to not be that. It's exclusively that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yep. That makes sense. So everyone in there know like, there's gonna be karaoke and you're gonna sing along to some of it. Yeah. What is the like audience participation like? <laughs> you're really intrigued at this. No, like, I've just the, never been. I've on the Friday, been. so what was good is there was a group of like eight to ten of us anyway. So you you had like a surefire like eight to ten people singing along with you. Um, but people, so basically, if you go in, there's like a wee. The bottom floor is quite small with the stage, and then there's steps going up next to the stage and there's a big like top floor with a balcony thing yeah so you can look down by the by the time me and Harris were singing like the balcony was like full of people like looking down holy shit and like some singing along and then there's people sort of on the floor milling about singing along and stuff that's fucking mad it's good vibes but I've been in there when it is like it's just empty <laughs> like once every like 15 minutes someone will sing a song and it's like oh another song and then just move on yeah holy shit and um what is the quality of singing like is it it's worse it's worse when someone goes up and like properly is like oh tries to really yeah I've got a friend who will remain she wasn't there to be fair at that time but I've been with her before and she like tries to sing and it just kind of kills the vibes yeah I can see that because you're like you're singing along and then you're like but you know Oh, I don't really want to sing over the, over the top of this person who's trying really hard. Yeah. Because obviously it's not mixed like they're fucking like they're on the track. It's just an instrumental, and their voice is like a fair bit louder than the instrumental. <laughs> not no, as in like so it's clear, so people can clearly hear them singing. You know. Yeah. Um, so it's just like you're just like oh, oh all right. We That's get funny it. as fuck. But then the weird thing is, I I say that, but then like say if you are just fairly good at singing, are you meant to like sing share? Just bland, just bland it up a little bit. Yeah, because there's probably a song out there that's like in my perfect range where I can hit the notes all fine. And if I did that, I would think I would still like, I would purposely like turn it down, turn down the singing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Like the Coldplay intro that we did on the <laughs> podcast. Just, yeah. Just I forgot my sound. Yeah. So fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also one thing is you you run out of breath quite quickly. Like on stage. Oh, it, is, it is a weird thing. Like I forget you have to like when you're just like singing by yourself, like to your own music, it's fine. But I forget like breath control is like an actual thing. Yeah. On stage especially. It is hard. You're performing, you know. Just to go by, it's pretty funny. I messaged someone that I know that yeah. I want this is someone who has a uh a very strong background in music. Okay, yeah. And I messaged saying, oh, I just walked past the snuds today. Yeah. And they said, wait, what is that? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That's, that's fine. That's <laughs> pretty much our perfect, like... No. <laughs> no what man. we described earlier is basically what happened. It's like... 50% is like, oh yeah, I know who this nuts are, and then yeah. 50% is like, what is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking jail. Anyway, I was on my phone. 
Yeah. And so I was on my phone to ask you, well, yeah. to see what would be your top three karaoke songs. Go to. Okay, well, I was just thinking there, to be fair. Suit and tie, I always say I would do, but it would be such an effort because it is like five minutes long as well. Yeah. So it would be hard. I don't know if you could keep people's attention. So maybe that actually wouldn't be thinking about the length and compute that. One we were going to do, one of our mates wasn't singing. So me and Bobby agreed, like, oh, we'll sing this with, with you to get you up. And he was like, eventually, he was like, yeah, yeah. So we were going to sing Ironic by Alanis Morissette. You know, like, okay, yeah. Like, we were going to sing that. That would be a good one. Uh, Sick. You know I'm no good. Probably be a good one, Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Any any Amy Winehouse on Back to Black would be good. Um, I don't know, have you got any shows? I mean, you seem to be on your phone. Have you already prepped here? I'm just looking through my Discog. Ah, okay. I would do... Um, I think top of the list would be uh, uh, She Looks So Perfect by Five Sauce. <laughs> good one. That'd I'll be like that. fucking class. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. That would that'd be, be class. Mm-hmm. Maybe Hot and Cold by Katy Perry. Just a crowd pleaser. Yeah. Um, and then just for the shits and gigs, I'd love to do one where I'm just rapping the whole time. Well, someone did uh, Without Me. Uh, Eminem. By... Oh, right. And it, and it went off. Like, they did well. Oh, shit. But okay. did well as, as in, like, they were kind of rapping it. And it's one where, like... It's not like everyone knows the start and then none of it. It's like people know, like... You don't necessarily know the whole thing, but you know a bunch of the lines. Yeah, know, yeah. So, like, it keeps people... Keeps some people going. I do... <laughs> yeah, imagine just doing, like... <laughs> what Paris? <laughs> that was mental. No, I do like Right Hand by Drake, probably. Oh, that would be a good one. But then that's also like, it'll be a good one, but like the crowd, the kind of, the clientele of Bardo's yeah. is like, now they maybe would vibe. Because I was going to say they're in that like sort of mid 20s to mid 30s range where they're like, then you'll need us like a sing along. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But they're also in that range where like if they hear a bit of like a bit of a dirty beat, a bit of a dungeon vibe, yeah. they'd be like all well, them and all the mates would be like, Wee! you know what I mean? Bit of a stank beat. Yeah. Or like yeah, truffle butter. You would have to like change voices. Yeah, true. Um yeah, I'm just going through some of my, mm-hmm. like, if I had to wrap these right now, just off the dome, could I? Yeah. Um. <coughs> gold Digger would probably be quite a good one. Yeah, Gold Digger would be good. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I feel like a lot of mine are Drake ones. Doing, like, uh, Slide by Calvin Harris with, like, Migos and mm-hmm. yeah. Frank Ocean would be good. Promiscuous by Nelly Furtado. Furtado. Yeah. Furtado. Yeah. Crazy, maybe, actually. Yeah, that would go off. Crazy would be a good one. That would probably be for me. (laughs) I'd have to see see Dylan singing that one. (laughs) Crazy. That would be good. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah, that would be class. But no, did that on Friday night. Yeah, it was just a gig and that. Then what did I do on Saturday? cannot remember for the life of me but I was doing something on the Saturday were we doing something on the Saturday was it someone's birthday I was working I can't remember cannot remember well I was on the Thursday it was your flat woman we did that as well oh Oh, yeah it was Alicia's birthday that's why so yeah that is fucking funny yeah we (laughs) yeah the flat woman um was the last time we did the pod right before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, right that before. was. Uh, when we we got got like cut off. But oh no, we actually stopped just before you and came. Yeah, we didn't get a cut off yet. I got pretty crunked. Pretty um, waved. Yeah. Tunnels was all right. I actually don't remember much of it at all. I don't really, but that's just standard. If someone told me stuff that happened, I'd be like, oh yeah, I do remember. Yeah. That, so. I will say this to the listeners because I told you about this. Half and half. Yeah. I had a friend who forgot her keys up in my flat and she brought along two random lads. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Who she knew. 
and they came up to my flat. Yeah. And, well, like, for one, I didn't expect them to come in. Yeah. Because it takes two seconds to find your keys. Yeah. And I have a thing with people touching my guitars. It's like a big no. Yeah. A big, like, I'm ready to put pause on someone. Well, yeah, I can't imagine, like, say I have my drum kit at my flat. If someone came in and was like, oh, can I ever go on your drums? I'd be like, no. Yeah. Fuck Absolutely off. not. Yeah. And one of these dudes walks in. He's barely even into the flat fully. And he picks up my, uh, my acoustic. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. And he starts, like, noodling in, like, a Western bluegrass style. Okay, yeah. Very, like, country, but just not even graciously picking the strings. I mean, like, I, like, I don't know how they didn't break because he was, he was like slicing them. Okay. I felt the pain in the guitar from how hard he was chomping these strings. And I was like, oh my fucking God. So I was like, okay, don't stress, don't panic, it's all right. But 30 seconds goes by and he eventually has a spatial awareness to look around and go, Oh my god, it's a Telecaster, holy shit! <laughs> so he goes and picks up my my electric guitars and he's like, oh, can I play? And at this point I'm like, no. You can just put them down, that'd be good. <laughs> so he's like, oh, please, I'll play them like really quiet. Like, no. Just not impressed at all. And at this point, the keys have not been found because the jacket's like fucking somewhere else in the flat. Oh, I thought you meant the fucking keyboard. <laughs> I was like, how the fuck did he not spot the keyboard in your flat? He hasn't realised no. I have a whole piano as well. No, the keys, the person's keys, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, she goes to look for them elsewhere, and I go and help. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I hear just, like, like, I just off in the distance while I'm through in the other room, just the rattling of my guitar again, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God. So... There was almost a brawl that went down, but I was like, right, stop playing. Like, did you, like, try to take it off him? I just straight up took it off. Yeah, yeah, but did he hold on to it as well? No, no, he was just like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. I was a fucking on tour with Jake Bug. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes you qualified to play guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Um, next time round, because I feel like I was polite this time. Yeah. Next time round the like light grays of a finger will have someone kicked out <laughs> leave because that was like trauma i'm not up for that at all so oh god for the listeners if you ever see a guitar chilling in someone's crib just let it be just let it be unless yeah unless i like wouldn't friends. go into someone's place no, and but, see a yeah guitar, well like, i was gonna say unless it's like like dylan's coming up here or something and then he's like, I wrote something. I said, like, there's not like, say, say, you're, in, say you're in a band with someone. Yeah, yeah. Don't like, you know, I don't know why you would, but don't take our word as gospel. Say you're like, oh, I have had an idea. And they're like, oh, just yeah, have a hop on my guitar. You're like, I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. There are, yeah, there's etiquettes to this. I live by a code. <laughs> no, it's just, uh, he didn't know me. That's the main thing. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Wild, mm. wild. So yeah, that was that was my. Oh yeah, that was our or my flat warming, but our night. Yeah, just got super drunk. I woke up the next day at like two in the afternoon. Yeah, which I haven't done since I was a toddler. I think. <laughs> I was just so confused. Yeah, I was gonna say that was rare for me. To be fair, yeah. I was I was literally like in bed. So I was like, what fucking year is it? I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I wasn't even that steaming. I was just tired I think mm-hmm. you know that's um, how it is yeah that's normally that's normally what I get now after I'm just like fucking tired yeah showing our age yeah exactly now I have something funny from my reminders but I can't remember why for some reason my computer is not updated my talking points oh shit Oh yeah, this is um, related to a friend of mine that listened to the podcast. Oh, okay. And this might be abstract, 
to talk about, but we can just hash it out and see how it goes. Yeah. Because he sent me a voicemail that I sent to you. That I was like, oh, like I enjoy oh, listening like to that person. Yeah. yeah. He was like, I really like listening to the podcast and it's made me go back and listen to music in a different way, like from our perspective. Yeah. And that planted a seed because I was like, how do we actually listen and interact with music? Yeah, because he said that and I was like, the episode he was referring to, I was like, I don't really know if he, if we do speak about that. Yeah. Because it was the musical ones, if anything, we're just speaking about how negative <laughs> we are. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas normally we're like, yeah, you know, be open-minded about music in general. Yeah. Love. But, well, yeah. I was going to say go into everything as if you're going to love it, but go into everything, you know, without biases. Yeah, is that what you do, though? You I'd just go in neutral? I'd say so. It's like, there's a lot of albums recently since, I don't know. Um, it was probably, like, just before the start of the pandemic when I was like, right, I like music, but I would get bored of a lot of my songs. But then I wanted to listen to music, but I wouldn't know what to listen to. If that makes sense because I was like, I'm bored of the songs. I yeah. Like. So at that point, I was like, right, you're just gonna have to listen to like a shit ton of stuff. So just like listen to albums. So that that's when I started to like broaden my tastes and stuff. Um, and then there's a lot of like when you go into various genres, there's a lot of like classics. I'm using air quotes there for the listeners. Um, in those genres, and then I'll go back and listen to them. And they're like universally considered classics or like the majority of people say that and you go back and listen and I'm like, it's just not really doing it for me. Even if it's in a genre I like. So with, and then also there's artists who aren't as popular, but I'm just like, I fucking, I like I, I, I bop with this album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example of like an old, Right, okay, so you know, mind um, D'Angelo? Yes. That album Voodoo. I would rather listen to. Um, let me think of a. God Did. No, I, I'd rather <laughs> listen to Sandpaper Grade Against My Ears than God Did, to be honest. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> I can't believe you said. No, like, Love, Lily Vert versus The World 2. Mm hmm. Which is like. I know it's not like, like, I don't know, it's not speaking on social issues. It doesn't push many boundaries. Yeah. It's not like, critically, you're not like, wow, this is a masterpiece. I would rather listen to that back to front than D'Angelo's D- Voodoo, by the way, I don't like mind it. It's just like, it's, that's an album where 90% of the people you'll find online speaking about it or whatever are like, this is like a certified classic. Yeah, that's Whereas true. I'm just like, I enjoyed it, but it was, a lot of it was quite, airy and some of the some of the vocals like his vocals for someone who's such a good vocalist his vocals don't come through like crystal clear which I like quite a lot of the time if, if you're doing runs yeah stuff like that but that's it, like a production choice but I'm just not into um and it's like with you like not liking a lot of the Beatles stuff it's just like it's just how you feel you'll like a lot of stuff now which is like people will be like that's mid like you enjoy it so by that point I was like it doesn't really matter. N- nothing matters. I <laughs> know. Um, <laughs> spiraling now. Yeah, but I I go and try to simplify that point. It's just like yeah, you can't have um, you can't have biases in life. You just gotta just gotta listen and experience it your own way. That Beatles stuff is so true, because <laughs> I've had that conversation with so many people. Yeah, and. There are some that, fair enough, can't be arsed arguing with me on it. They're like, okay, you, like, you don't have to like the Beatles, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. But there are some... The amount of times I've had the comment of... How could you not like the Beatles? Like, you're in a band. Yeah. And to that I say... Is liking the Beatles a prerequisite for being in for a band? Being in band, yeah. Because that's bullshit. Yeah. Because why do you have to tick certain boxes and then be able to do something like play guitar or be in a band. I mean, a, like a pianist doesn't have to like Chopin. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's like, why is that something that people are like, oh, how could you not like fucking indie music if you don't? No, sorry. 
how can you like indie music if you don't like Mac DeMarco or something? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's just like, I don't mm -hmm. say something about it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's quite fair, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, I, as a, so as a kid, I listened to quite a lot of Muse just because I, I happened to. Um, so I like a, like a lot of their stuff has nostalgia and the drummer's really good at Muse and I didn't listen to a lot of the Beatles. But would you be like, oh, you're, yeah, you're like, oh, you're in a band, how do you know? Like, I personally do like a lot more of their stuff than you do. But mm -hmm. like, Ringo Starr is not like fucking... Mr. Charles. If you listen to most of the albums, you could he he could feasibly be like the Def Leppard drummer, as in he could have one arm and you wouldn't question any of it. Like the Def Leppard drummer, like it's it's about that because you're like, holy shit, he's playing this amazing stuff and he has one arm. You listen to Ringo Starr's drummer ninety percent of the time, you're like, he could probably have one arm. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need that extra. Limb. You could I could you could tell. That's so funny. Um, so it's like, why does it have to be? You know what I mean? If the, if he was the inspiration for a lot of my playing, it would just be like. A, Fair. Obviously, you have to have a lot of influences. This and I, I, I'm a fan of the Beatles. Just before I do it. <laughs> if, if we get some hate comments out here, just direct them all at Sasha, not at me, please. Yeah, give me all the smoke. Yeah, that's a good question actually, because we've done this before, like classic album, but it's a good question to come back to because, you know, like we're saying, like how we listen to music. Is there any other classic albums you can think of off your dome? Or maybe we can come back to this next week. But yeah, it could do. That you um that you're just not like a fan of. And I find it especially with ones because we were doing quite broad classics last time. But there's a lot of like genre in genre classics like D'Angelo. Not everyone will have heard of like fucking Voodoo, but yeah. within R and B, that is like a classic. Yeah. But then also, I was listening to. Baduism, the one I sent you, by yeah. America Badu, that's like a classic, and I fucking like loved it, and it's just it's just personal taste, you know what I mean? That's it. So yeah, because when you go into an album, what are you listening out for? Um, I'm a person who like themes, um, lyrically, well themes lyrically especially. I will will come to me after a couple listens so I need the sonics to grab me within the first listen yeah um, basically but then there's a lot of albums I love where say I'm driving down to fucking my best example is like driving like somewhere where it's you're gonna listen to a whole album so like down to like Glasgow or something so you're getting through a whole album like I love a lot of AFX, AFX Twin stuff but I'm not going to put that on like I put that on to like study or do something else yeah. but I enjoy a lot of the songs and stuff but yeah um, so sonically it has to grab me first I think That's before fair. anything else um, and then enough of a but I, I don't know it's such a broad question are you geared more towards drums naturally do you feel than other instruments yeah not uh I think so. I think I spot the drums a lot more. There's someone, a couple of people have said to me before, like, oh, now that you've, like, I'll be like, oh, I'll listen to drums in this bit, it's fucking mental. And they'll be like, oh, like, all right. That, like, they wouldn't have cared. And then they'll come back, like, a couple of weeks later, or oh, I will have said that a couple of times. And they'll be like, yeah, I've actually listened to, like, I actually listened to the drumming in some of the songs. Like, because a lot of the time it will just blend into some, to someone, especially if you don't play an instrument. Not to like, not trying to be like, lord over people that don't play an instrument. There's nothing wrong with it, but um, it will all like it. You listen to it as like a composition that's just happening, whereas like once you start to pick out instruments, then I guess you naturally like you'll naturally hear like a guitar lick or something, and be like, oh shit, that's dope. Yeah, that's true. Do you know what I mean? That's true. It is a difficult one, but I tend to. Yeah, I think the instrumental will catch me sooner than anything else. Yeah. And I'm not even biased towards any instrument. I feel like just... There's a... I don't want to sound like a little frat boy, but there's a vibe to music where you you pick it up sooner than probably even the like complexity of the instruments or the themes or anything. There's just mm -hmm. something in the air when that song is playing that you're a bit like, oh... Yeah, it's going my like songs, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many times have you been in like a bar and or restaurant and you've 
been having a conversation but then a song catches you or takes you away from that and grabs your attention away from the conversation you're like oh shit actually what is this yeah like, that is very true shazam yeah. it you know have done that a lot to be yeah. fair or literally it happened in, I was working last night and there was a boy on tunes like for the clothes and I was just doing something like you know obviously I'm not I wasn't having a conversation so it wasn't quite that but I was just like doing one of the closing tasks so I'm sort of just zoned out and then I like noticed the fucking song like in the back of my at the back of my head I was like oh this is a bit of a vibe yeah. so I was like what tune is this because the thing is usually by the time that you realize it that song has been playing for a minute or two maybe a couple minutes and it's like what was the threshold that was reached in order for you to yeah that's a good question actually that's weird yeah to like fully notice the song rather than Mm -hmm. just have it like on in the background because surely there's some kind of I'm sorry, I was gonna say blue balls effect, but there's something that's like building towards a point where it like hits some kind of, um, I suppose, interest in your brain mm-hmm. to switch you onto the song rather than whatever it is you were doing. Yeah. It's kind of wild, isn't it? Yeah. I need a cigarette after that. <laughs> or like just something, yeah, just tickles, tickles your pickle mentally. It you does. Know. <laughs> you it know, does. Just grabs you. Now, speaking of vibes and shit Mm -hmm. smooth (laughs) smooth segue very vague (laughs) Um, vague topic we're moving on to here I was listening to Cold Desert by Kings of Leon yeah do you know (laughs) that's a good description vibes and shit yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, it literally is literally is do you know the full story behind that song um I presume not the way you said full story with like emphasis okay I know various tidbits about it but I don't know like I'm just gonna start telling it then, because even for the listeners, they might not. That's how all great stories begin. I guess I just I'm just gonna you. start like telling you the story. So, Cold Desert is, I'd say, a fairly niche Kings of Leon song, and it's one that I don't really go back to that often. Mm. I used to go back to a shit ton. Yeah. Now I used to. Sorry, what am I saying? I pressed shuffle like a couple of days ago mm. and it came on. I was like, oh shit, like I completely forgot about this. Yeah. And I remember like a couple of years back, someone told me that it was complete improv. Yeah. And that also every band member was like drunk as fuck when they recorded it. Right, okay, yeah. That, that kind of explains the drumming. Really? Because, because well, just the snare, because it's, well, it's a purposeful thing, I think. But, like, see how it's like, instead of just like a psh, snare, it's like psh, snare, psh, It's like he's like falling onto the fucking, <laughs> falling onto the snare, if you listen to it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, uh, like, bass, snare, bass. Like yeah, that's a, actually true. That's true. I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. You can imagine just like swinging back and forth <laughs> on the fucking seat. Yeah. Now, um, when I heard it, I was like, surely that's not fucking true because yeah. it's quite a complete song. Yeah. Um, so I searched it up and yeah, um, the first bass line, I think, and the first stanza mm-hmm. of lyrics was thought out. There was no guitar part or drums. Okay, yeah. And, um... Yeah, to be, to be fair, thinking about it, like, like, to write that song, like, lyrically on the spot would be insane. Not that it's, like, fucking in- intensely complex, but, like, there's an art to, like, lyrics that takes yeah, a bit yeah. more of a thought than, like, musically you can kind of improv Yeah, a lot easier, I'd say. But this was only the first verse, I suppose. Yeah. So the rest of the lyrics were just off the dome. Oh, wow. So, like, he says, I'm on the corner waiting for the light to come on. Yeah. That's when I know that you're alone. That you're alone, yes. That was it. Oh, really? That was it? That was literally it. Wow. And they went into the studio, and this is a live recording. Yeah. Um, I knew it was a live recording, too, sure. Yeah. yeah. And they just did it. And let me get the lyrics up so I don't make a fool of myself. 
Um, you've already done that today. That's fine. Yeah, that's uh, just classic. <coughs> just day in the life. Um, so, yeah, he says. Oh shit! It's actually quite short lyrically, but anyway, they. Yeah, because when you actually think about what he's saying, it's like, it's all spaced out so much. So he's not actually yeah, like yeah, it's a fairly long song, but it's like line by line sort of. So when they recorded this, um, they were all drunk, but Caleb especially was blacked out. Oh wow! Okay. Shit, you know, fully blacked out because he doesn't remember recording it. And he said when they played it back to him, like he obviously woke up the next day and was like, "Oh my god, what did yeah. we do in the studio?" Yeah, and someone played him the song in full and he started crying because um, he said the line uh, Jesus don't love me no one ever carried my load yeah and for him that's so bad because they're like son of a preacher yeah 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 I do their father was a preacher and he said that's like a classic example of how a sober man's thoughts are a drunk man's words. Yeah, drunk, yeah, yeah. So he said Drunk that, words, sober thoughts, yeah. Yeah. He said that for like a couple of years before that, he felt guilty about living this like rock and roll lifestyle and being in a famous band mm-hmm. because it goes against his like father's values yeah. and being a good Christian man. Mm-hmm. And he like turned to alcohol for that. And then during the recording of this song, he just spoke his subconscious. Yeah. So when he heard that, like, Jesus don't love me line, he was like, oh my fuck. Like, I've just fully just said what was on my mind, which is like, it's mad when you think about it. That's pretty it's fucking mad. Yeah. And also, do you know the little fade out that happens towards the end of the song? Yeah, I knew about the, I knew about the fade out, yeah, yeah. That was their producer just being an idiot. Yeah. Why don't you <laughs> I mean, just not really it? being an idiot, but. No, nah, kind of though. Kind of. Yeah, true, because you could, because you could just it. let them play it out, and then you could just fade it in post. Exactly. Yeah, so like, maybe it was being a bit... Or maybe he was like, guys. <laughs> guys, come on. Like, that was... Yeah, 2008. I'm pretty sure that automation existed. <laughs> like, I don't think it's a relatively new invention, yeah. but... Uh, yeah, that was like... Oh, like... Oh, mate, <laughs> he must have felt like such a tool. He was like, oh, shit. Yeah, when he heard the band coming back in must be like oh he faded in back in quite nice though yeah the timing was perfect like he didn't he didn't like panic it just fades out there it just it just fades the train he's like fuck fuck they're still going shit <laughs> there's not like that cool we build back up he's like oh fuck 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 fuck, fuck. he's like just fiddling at the dials yeah you hear it like through the track like he fucking <laughs> yeah like, like fucking like imagine he mistook like the volume knob for like a fucking reverb knob or something. It just like swelled like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's fading back in. There's just like you hear like clicks of like dials going from one hundred to zero and shit. He just confuses it with compression. And it just becomes crunchy as fuck. That's so funny. Yeah. But yeah, um, mental. So that song, I think everyone should go give it a listen because it's when you know the whole like context behind it as well and when I listen back to it a couple of times I can believe that they were drunk because the guitar parts are like so random like the main uh, like it'll probably be Matthew's part is like he had the main melody yeah like he was just copying the vocal melody Mm -hmm. for some of it and then like Caleb's playing is just like every like third bar is just a Bring, boom, boom, bring. It's just so scattered and like not there at yeah. all, but it works nicely. Um, but you don't have to listen to that when I get home. Yeah, the uh, guitars especially you, you should pay attention to because you can see how, like the dissonance between them just doesn't work. There's no like harmony. It's just Caleb just being like, bring. Yeah. <laughs> So funny. Um, but what surprised me is like, especially when you're that drunk, there are like 
unbelievably on time. On time, yeah. That was the main thing I was thinking of. Like, especially being the drummer and being like... It's such a spacey song as well. Yeah, the slowness. Yeah. Like, how is that possible? I don't know. He just like goes through life with a metronome in his head the whole time. He's just, yeah. just clicking away. Insane. So, yeah, that was two, two very interesting topics, to be fair. Yeah. I'm just, to be fair, I'm just looking at my... Um, I normally have a tab open of, like, the stats for Spotify. And it has... Um, I don't know if I said last week about, like, going more into... I've listened to less rap a lot more indie rock and stuff Fair. But looking at last six months yeah like rap and hip hop at the top and then look at the last four weeks it's like rock and modern rock at the top and the top rap's third but then it's alt rock and permanent wave so oh shit it's more more stuff breaking in art pop in at ninth as well I don't know what that would be damn who that would be but we um yeah it's gonna be an, uh, like a very interesting um Spotify wrapped this year Hopefully. I thought that last year and then I got it and I was like, oh. <laughs> I was just a bit like, it just kind of... Yeah, just true. Kind of like, Our system last year was a bit fucked so we need to think of a better like way of 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 doing it because you and I both opened it yeah. at the same time for the first time. Yeah. And we're a bit like, oh my God. It was just like a random like... Yeah, because we were just like, away oh, oh, oh my God. No way! Yeah, true. So yeah, we should probably we should probably lay it out. Oh, what we could do, we could do like a little quiz or something. We could do like multiple choice. Like, ah, oh, three artists, guess the top one. Okay. Guess my top artist. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Sound. But, yeah, um, three guesses or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um, so, shall we move on to the book then? Well, have you got something this time? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, last yeah, time, yeah, yeah. Last time. Then a beer or two. And you were just like, yeah, just, just find something. It's like... <laughs> Have to pass yeah, that didn't go down thing. a treat. Yeah. But no, I actually flicked open another page today and just happened to stumble upon an wow. interesting section. That's the dream. Um, so, How Music Works by David Byrne. He talks about his life and performance for this mm-hmm. chapter. Yes. And he basically says that... Um, having character and human elements to your recordings and live performances are way better than being like perfect sonically. Yeah. So he says, this is like him describing why it's good to have this human element in there. Mm -hmm. The lurches and hesitations are internalized through performance. And after a while, everyone knows when they'll happen. The performers don't have to think about them. And at some point that becomes part of the band sound. Those agreed-upon imperfections are what give a performance character, and eventually the listener recognises that it's the very thing that makes a band or singer distinctive. Yeah. So, yeah, like, like if you know your favourite band or whatever, you've seen them a few times, you know one per- like this one person acts a certain way, like this, the guitarist will walk back and forth or something like that. Yeah. The, the drummer of spin his sticks at this point while he's pausing and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's it. It's all just like a bit of a bit of performance, yeah. No, that makes sense. Very well paraphrased. Yeah. Now, there's another section that I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I'm just going to read it. <laughs> the musician and neuroscientist Daniel Levitin once demonstrated an experiment that he had devised at his research lab in Montreal. He had a classical pianist play a Chopin piece on a disc clavier, a sort of electronic player piano. So it's basically like an early MIDI keyboard okay, where yeah. every note that was inputted was put through a computer. Yeah. The piano memorized the pianist keystrokes and could play them back, which is basically what MIDI is. Yeah. Levitin then dialed back the expressiveness incrementally until every note hit exactly on beat. No surprise, this came across as drained of emotion, though it was technically more accurate. Alternatively, the expressiveness could be ramped up and playing became more florid and even less on the grid. This was too 
unemotional as it veered towards chaos. Yeah. Musicians sort of knew this already, that the emotional center is not the technical center, that funky grooves are not square, and what sounds like a simple beat can either be sensuous or simply a metronomic timekeeper, depending on the player. Throughout the three-piece and four-piece periods, talking head songs and even the shows were still mostly about self-examination, angst and bafflement, at the world we found ourselves in, blah, 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 yeah. whatever the fuck. Um, and I think that was it in terms of groove, but I thought that was interesting how, how, um, how he said this neuroscientist dude yeah. said that technicality was more of a spectrum than it was like hard and fast, or oh, it's mm-hmm. like on the metronome, because that was only to do with time but expressiveness comes in um, like it would be in dynamics and stuff as well yeah like the way you strike certain parts and he didn't get rid of yeah like he didn't get rid of the dynamics there yeah which is kind of mental Mm -hmm. because that's surely at least half of it yeah but I'm like well we're away to do some MIDI drumming for a demo after this and even though I'll be playing technically like playing the wee pads you can still, it's partly the sound, but also you can tell it's like put into a computer. It's not like recorded from drums, if that makes sense. Yeah. Just from, from the dynamics and the way like the drums are hit and stuff, you can tell it's like my fingers playing every note instead of like your know, entire mass. being. Yeah. yeah exactly. It is mental. Cause I have said so many times that for like guitar players, there is tone in your fingers and everyone's like shot. That's like so. I don't know, um, stupid, I suppose, to yeah. assume that, that the note comes from further than just the string being pressed onto the fretboard. Yeah. But it's so true because yeah. at least experienced guitar players can pick out a more experienced guitar player to a novice, even though if they play the exact same piece, back to back and play it relatively well yeah you can tell when you're amongst a more experienced player because there's something about the way that they play the notes that's different because even though it's the same piece and it's on time it's whatever there's something about the way of playing the guitar that sounds different from just hearing someone who who has recently learned the piece play. It's the same with piano when you think about it, because it's just keys. Because yeah. it's like piano more than guitar, I would say is closer to um, uh, to being absolute, because with the guitar like you a can precise bend. Art, yeah. 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 Because with guitars you can bend the strings and stuff, and mm-hmm. there's a lot more, it's a lot more analog and mechanical, but mm-hmm. with a, uh, piano the only thing that you can really do with it is um th- the uh, velocity of the note so, yeah so you can either ping it more or less and you know be louder or quieter mm-hmm. but um but again there's something in the way that more experienced pianos sorry more experienced piano players yeah, play yeah. the piano pianists pianists indeed yeah have tone in their fingers i swear it's a thing yeah it's mad. Mm. So I read that. I was like, that will definitely fit Preach, on the pod. David. Yeah. I love that kind of, cause that's not even, um, that's not even like hard and fast fact. It's just like an observation. Yeah. Yeah. And you can discuss it mm-hmm. rather than, Oh, here's how the, you know, what was the last one we did? How the music business works yeah and you're like yeah. okay it's just very black and white mm-hmm. whereas this is like you know and it is like a thing like you said like it's interesting to hear there's been an experiment because it is something where you you just kind of know it but you don't like think about it it's very good feeling sense. yeah that's fair yeah mad things <laughs> yeah that's what my <laughs> bad things so I think that concludes our app. I'd say so I don't have, you know I mean, I didn't have anything to speak about when we started the episode, so um, I was about to say we, I have nothing to speak about now, but you know, nothing's changed in that way. Fair.
Um, yeah. Unless so, you want to hear about um, uh, Britain and revolutionary Russia, which is where I just came from. Just yeah. take a dramatic turn yeah. in the pod. Yeah. So, uh, actually, before we sign off, do you want to name a track or album that you listened to this week? Mm, well, so see, literally today, I, I was driving home to pick up some stuff. And um, I put on Buddhism, like I said, um, was bo- it was bopping front to back. Um, yeah. And I was going to put it on my story, but I was like, you, you know what I said? You know what I said last week? We'll put it on the band story. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Story. Um, let me have a wee look. Oh, actually, this is less of it. Well, it depends if you listen. Have you listened to Taylor Swift's new album? No, I've not, actually. Oh, okay. It's actually all right. I prefer, like, folklore and Evermore, I think. Like, the more stripped back stuff, but it's all right. There's some Fair vibes enough. in there. It's funny. I listened to it. Um, and I could pick this uh, as soon as I heard some of the like maybe a minute of some of the songs I was like I know this is the one where if I asked my friends who are like Swifties I'm like oh she's a bad bitch yeah. these are the songs which will be their favourite right. I'm like what minute <laughs> that's funny yeah if you listen you'll be, you, you, you will be able to pick them out as well fair um, Just but the one with Lana Del Rey actually not um, it was alright but it wasn't as good as I was hoping because I like that I don't worry I will need to listen but I think just out the gate it was no biases remember that <laughs> no 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 but I think it was over popularized oh it did like one okay, this is just this again this is not a fact whatsoever I just saw that I've skipped past on Twitter they said like 1.5 million like sales first week Holy fuck, that is a lot. Where, I, like, Kendrick did, like, 600k or something, I think. Yeah. For his album. Jesus Which Christ. Which is, like, however many years, like, five years in the making. <laughs> and Taylor just dropped hell, that is there. insane. Let me just double check that. Um, Jesus. Like, first week. So, or it's, it must be, it must have been projected, because it's, it hasn't been out. Oh, my fuck. Um... <laughs> But I was so about the first Google results for it were like album release party in Cardiff in Swansea. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I don't care. And then I realized I typed in uh, Taylor Swift's first week Wales. Uh, so that makes a lot more sense now. Um, Taylor Swift's Midnight, this is from a day ago, so we're recording on Thursday, this is Wednesday, has already sold over 1 million records. Oh my god, that is insanity. I work with a it's lot fir- of... first album, sorry, in five years to move a million units in a week. Holy she did, sh- And she did it in three days. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. That is madness. Mm-hmm. See, I work with a lot of Swifties. Yeah. So even prior to this release... Yeah. I'd already had enough of it because <laughs> they were reposting and talking about the whole shebang. Do you know that the photo of her with her like back facing the camera, she's like just in her bra. Yeah. And the my coworkers were like, oh my god, it's like so inspirational. Oh, like women in music, and I was like, I, like I've like it's like women, women in music <laughs> of all places. I just well actually. <laughs> God, I realised I'm in murky water I just mean that it's very um, uh, yeah like over uh, glorified already mm-hmm. and at this point they haven't even heard a single song and they're like oh this is gonna be the best thing that's ever been released mm-hmm. so I've refrained from uh, listening to it all uh, just another this is from the NME article I was reading um all 13 tracks from the standard edition debuted in the top 13 on Spotify. Jesus, right. <laughs> Surely not. Yeah. Oh my fuck. Yeah. So, um, well, Enemy, Enemy said in their review, they were just referencing it here, which is what I was, summing up what I was trying to say. They said the country roots revisited on her last, like her last albums are nowhere to be found um, and the folk influences of her lockdown projects are largely absent so oh right is it more of like a it's more poppy yeah. oh okay yeah. okay I will listen to it then yeah 
<laughs> Not just, yeah, fuck country. <laughs> fuck folk. <laughs> fuck all that. No, I'm joking. Yeah. I will, yeah, definitely give it a listen. A spin. But that sounds like she's, like her next um, project will be like a Beyonce type thing where it's like going more towards house. Because I've heard that <laughs> so many, like, like that's happened quite a few times this year. <coughs> well, it's like Drake did it, Beyonce did it. Apparently, Frank Ocean was meant to do it, but I don't think Frank Ocean is. He could be dead for all I know. <laughs> He's not doing anything. He's so. just largely absent from yeah, life. Yeah, 1.5 mil projected sales, I think. It's already done a million. So. Fucking hell. But Yeah, anyways. Well, that's it. That's it. That's that's a nice, nice way to end it. You should listen. I preferred... Folklore is probably my favourite, but... Of the last three, anyway. Fair. So, I'm yeah. gonna go piss myself then. That's what right. I'll see I you all next I week. I will piss you. No, I will piss myself <laughs> shortly after. I was like, I will also piss yourself. Uh, but yeah, I'm uh, yeah, cool. After. Okay, I'll piss you instead. <laughs> uh, bye, guys. See you next week. <laughs>